you are listening to the Fairy Pod Mothers. I'm Stephanie, and joining me this episode are Amber and Rachel. How are you ladies doing this week? Doing pretty good. Had Cheesecake Factory with the hubs tonight because we were kidless. <laughs> so hot day, and now I'm recording with my favorite pod mothers. Okay, Aww. so from the book menu, what did you choose? What did you eat? So I went outside my normal. I usually get pasta there, but tonight... I had the mac and cheese cheeseburger. So they have like fried mac and cheese on top of the cheeseburger. Wow. I only ate half. I brought the other half home and I didn't even have room to have cheesecake when we were done. (laughs) That's my biggest problem with that restaurant. I can only go there for dessert. Yeah. What's the point if you don't get dessert? Sorry. I know. (laughs) My husband got a, he got the Reese's um, cheesecake. So that's his favorite. Yum. Rachel, how's your week? Uh, It's a little crazy right now. We are moving and we just learned that we need to put our house up for sale next week. Oh my gosh. It's a little crazy. (laughs) A little stressful, but you know, it's for a good for good so I can't be too upset it's just um kind of hectic right now yeah. when is your house when is the one that you're building going to be finished it's going to be done like three weeks earlier than they had said originally so that's why everything's kind of moved up um it's going to be the beginning of May now okay so we're kind of scrambling but we're going to make it work we're pretty um we can get organized when we need to there may be a margarita or two in there with me (laughs) organizing (laughs) that's always so stressful it seems like you and mark are like the organizing and mobilizing type like you would be be very good at that we're pretty type a so it works out (laughs) how about you stephanie Um, It's been a very, very busy week. Um, Work has just been kind of insane. I haven't really had time for much else. Um, That's been my, my whole life this week has been physical therapy. That's it. So I'm ready to talk Disney because. Let's do it. Yeah. I need to get out of the PT world. All right. Um, So here in Ohio, Rachel, I hope you agree. March has come in like a lamb compared to February. Definitely Agree. not come in like a lion. Agree. Um, I'm loving it. <laughs> but here on the podcast, things are about to get mad real fast. We're going to host a March Madness style bracket to determine the best ride at Walt Disney World. If you haven't already, pause the show and head over to our social media to find a blank bracket. Uh, fill it out and turn it into the comments and uh, use honor system, please. We trust you. Um, We'll accept submissions until the day after the first of the three episodes um, that we plan to do is released. And whoever has a winning bracket will win a special prize from us. So which ride has what it takes to go all the way? Will Everest make it to the top of the peak or will Flight (laughs) of Passage soar its way over the competition? Uh, This episode, we're going to tackle the left side of the bracket. Next week, we'll take on the right side. And for the final episode, we'll take it from the Elite Eight to the champion. So first That's up- more basketball jargon than I've ever. <laughs> I'm so proud of you, Stephanie. That was really good. And now listen, I hate college basketball. Hate <laughs> it. But I was always really good at doing the brackets when we did them at work. 
So like I know the bracket system and that's about it. Do y'all remember um, that episode of Perfect Strangers where Balky won, kept winning the office pool and they were like, how do you know this? You, you don't even know what football is. And he was like, well, it's quite simple. Of course, the Bears would triumph over the Falcons. You know, he was thinking animals like the bear. <laughs> and that's how he went. Okay. Any other Perfect Strangers fans? No, <laughs> oh, actually, quite the opposite, Amber. I'm sorry to say. <laughs> dating myself. I know you guys are a little younger than me. So I think it was before your time a little bit. And I think... So I think on the TGF lineup, it was the last episode, and that was probably after my bedtime. For bedtime. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, guys. All right. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Now, I do have a fun March Madness story. I worked at a um, level one trauma center hospital, and it's um, right across the street from the University of Dayton, which is where the first four games are held um, in normal non-pandemic times. And... I forget which year it was, but um, the president, the sitting president came, it was Obama. And we had to make all of these preparations at the hospital, including we had one elevator at the hospital reserved. Nobody was allowed to use the elevator while he was here, just in case something happened to him and he had to come to the hospital. We had like mm -hmm. a whole wing set aside and they do this. It wasn't just because it, they do it for like any time a president's going to be in the area, but it was just, it was really interesting to see what they do when somebody like that comes into town. Wow. It was, it was, it was a pretty big deal. All right. So first up we have carousel of progress and the people mover. I love Carousel of Progress because of the, just the history of it. I think that, you know, it's, it's your first, it's, it's really one of the only opportunities at uh, Walt Disney World to see something that Disney himself worked on. Um, Are you oh, going with Carousel, Stephanie? I'm going with Carousel. All right, Rachel, what about you? I'm Carousel too. I love quoting all of the like cheesy quotes and you're sitting there. I try not to do it too loud so we don't annoy people, but I just think that ride's funny. And it's also just like Stephanie said, I like the history of it. All right. Well, I would have said people mover, but apparently <laughs> I'm outvoted. <laughs> now I love them both, not to discount Carousel in any way. I love the historical aspect of it. Um, you know, I, uncle, what's his name? He's, what's his name? Uncle, I don't know. One of the characters. I'm, I'm, I'm having to turn in my Disney card again. Uh, I can only think of John and Sarah. So you're fine. <laughs> okay. So yeah, I definitely love the carousel of progress, but I'm going to give it to the people mover. I just love that nice break where you can sit and relax for a few minutes and get the breeze, the nice breeze going and you see great views of Tomorrowland and the Magic Kingdom. I love the People Mover. And fun fact, the narrator of the People Mover, Mike Purcell, is from Ohio. Oh, no kidding. I, I didn't know that. There we I go. need to give a ding on the People Mover, though. It's been like under construction or getting whatever, an update forever. And it keeps getting pushed and pushed. So I'm not right. the People Mover right now. Or, You're you know, right. being on fire. Right, right, the whole being on fire part. <laughs> That's no good. 
people, you can still take your kids to Disney. It's safe. (laughs) (laughs) All right. The next matchup is Haunted Mansion versus Spaceship Earth. Um, For me personally, I'm going to go Spaceship Earth on this one. I know. I know. I mean, I love Haunted Mansion. Like, you know, just like Carousel of Progress. I love the Haunted Mansion. But if I'm standing the way I'm doing these brackets, like if I'm standing in front of both rides, I go behind door number two is one, door number one is one, door number two is the other. I'm going to choose to ride Spaceship Earth. I I love the storytelling aspect of it. It's classic Disney, which of course Haunted Mansion is too. I love the the sights. It even has smells in different parts of it, the Rome burning um, section. So sorry. I know I like Spaceship Earth. What about you guys? All right, Rachel. I am going to have a very unpopular opinion here. I despise Spaceship Earth. It's one of my least favorite. Yes, it's one of my least favorite rides at Disney World. (laughs) I just... Okay, I have lots of gripes with it. One, those screens never work that you're, you know, that you sit behind. That bugs me. Um, it's weird in there. It hasn't been updated for like 20 years and it desperately needs updated. I'm sorry, I can't, I can't go along with it. And then I don't like the part where you go backwards because I get dizzy. So I just don't, I don't like it. You do the same thing on Haunted Mansion. It has a backwards part. I know, but it doesn't bother me because those twinkling stars or something weird about it. It's like kind of trippy. All I right. just don't, I don't like it. But anyways, Haunted Mansion is one of my very favorite rides at Disney. So I got to give it up to Haunted Mansion. Oh my gosh. I, I, I just, I want to cry right now <laughs> because the backwards part on Spaceship Earth is actually my favorite part. And the only gift that that the pandemic has given us except for people not touching me is that they had to pause the spaceship earth uh refurbishment i was devastated by that like it, and it was going to go on for two years so that that is the one gift the, the pandemic has given us <laughs> so sorry rachel i am giving it to spaceship earth <gasps> oh, <laughs> that's blasphemy all right getting serious now all right moving on we've got expedition everest versus rock and roller coaster i'm gonna give this one to rock and roller coaster it's um it's always been my favorite coaster in all the parks it's the only one that goes upside down and i'm kind of a thrill seeker so i like that and i love the aerosmith blasting in your ears you know, you get going and you get, you know, dancing to whatever song they're playing. I think there's four or five different versions that they rotate through. So it's always a surprise what song you're going to get. Got to get those backstage passes and that stretch. Limo. <laughs> Let's go ahead and make it a super stretch. How are you dancing with your head against the headrest? See, I, I have to go with Everest. Um, Why is that? I love the Eddie. I love Disco Yeti. I never got to see regular, uh, supposed to be moving Yeti, but um, <laughs> love Disco Yeti. I I think as far as thrills go, even though it doesn't go upside down, I think that the surprises in Expedition Everest, that's what edged it out for me. 
over mm-hmm. rock and roller coaster. But this was this was one of the hardest on the left side. I do have to say that. And I, I will also say um, that Expedition Everest has some of the greatest views um, in all the yes. parts. When you get to the top of that first hill and you can look out and I think you can see even Epcot from the top of that first hill. If you're in the, if you're in like the front car, yes, you can see Spaceship Earth. I love and- like, I will wait to sit, like I will ask to sit in the front of Everest to get those views. So correct me if I'm wrong, but it's also the only roller coaster that, now I guess Big Thunder Mountain kind of starts off slow. Never mind. Yeah. All right, Rachel. Um, this is a really hard one. I like to look at Expedition Everest. I think it's really pretty. <laughs> I like to watch the people coming down the hill and just drink my coffee and see their faces. Uh, but I don't love to ride it. Like I said before, I get motion sick. So this one makes me a little dizzy. I don't have trouble on rock and roller coaster and I love the stretch limo, like Amber said. Um, and I love the takeoff, how you're just sitting perfectly still and you just shoot forward. So that one is super fun. I'm going to go with rock and roller coaster. Yay. Yeah, it, it is. It is a very fun ride. That was definitely a hard one, but the music on that one, I think is my favorite part. Mm-hmm. All right, so this next one is also, well, it wasn't hard for me, but I think it might be a tough one. Pirates of the Caribbean and Frozen. Rachel, where are you going? I'm going with Pirates all the way. Um, this is one of my favorite attractions in Magic Kingdom. And I, if you haven't been to Disneyland, it's better in Disneyland. So go there and ride it. Um but I just think it's such a fun ride. It's a classic. It's long. It's cool. I love the smell when you come in and you have that chlorine kind of hit you, that weird chlorine smell. Um, yeah. And Frozen Ever After is cute, but I, I can take it or leave it. I'm not, I'm not like madly in love with that ride. I'm a little angry at it, actually, because I loved Maelstrom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How about you, Amber? What do you think? I'm with you, Rachel. I am going pirates for this one. Um, Frozen is cute. Um, If my daughter is with me, then we're definitely riding Frozen. I think that they could have done a lot more with it. I think that um, the animatronics that they have are are nice, but there's there's a couple of places where you're just riding along in your boat and there's nothing there, like going from one scene to another scene. So don't you think some of the background too, like it's so, it could have been a lot cooler the way that they did the backgrounds and everything. It's just kind of plain. Yeah. And the yeah. animatronics, it's like they were like in between the old school animatronics and some of the newer ones. And it just ends up being kind of creepy. I, I don't <laughs> like the animatronics. <laughs> yeah, agree. All right. So pirates for me too. Um, the pirate's life sent from... Magic Candle Company. I have like a, a 10 pack of the different oils and the Pirate's Life one is, is the first to go always. I use that one the most. It's one of my absolute favorite rides on property. I have not yet gone over to Disneyland to ride it. I'm hoping 2022 maybe because I've heard amazing things about it. But even the one at Disney World, it's far superior to Frozen. All right, that's our first unanimous choice. Ooh, yay. 
Can I say Magic Candle Company? If you're listening, you're welcome to send us free samples so we can continue to plug your product on our podcast. Like almost every single episode. (laughs) Yeah, not sponsored by Magic Candle Company. Go ahead. (laughs) All right, next we have Soren versus Flight of Passage. Oh, this is hard. Where are you going, Steph? This this is so hard. And I have to say, if it was Soren over California and Flight of Passage, it would be a little bit harder. But I got to give this one to Flight of Passage. I, you're flying. I mean, there's no other way to describe it. You're flying. Um, it, it, it definitely elevates the Soren experience. And I do, I love the smells. Um, I love when you get splashed by the whale thing or whatever (laughs) and just how large it is and then um riding the wave is one of my favorite parts so I gotta go with that uh this is such a hard one I love both of these rides um soaring around the world is just so fun I feel like every time I go to Epcot I have to ride it but I think Flight of Passage has like the technological edge the more realistic edge no matter where you're sitting, it looks the same. Um, whereas sometimes with Soren, if you get a bad seat, it looks a little funny, kind of bent or curved. So I think I'm going to go with Flight of Passage as well. That's funny because my daughter is obsessed with the Eiffel Tower because of Fancy Nancy. And one of the first times she wrote it, we were off to one side and she said, I thought it was straight up and down. I'm like, it's supposed to be. <laughs> Yeah, it's not the leaning tower. So that that sometimes throws me off. (laughs) I agree. I'm going to give this one to Flight of Passage. Um, I think it's the best ride at Disney. And I think Soarin' Over the World kind of killed Soarin' Over California. I prefer the California version. I think that Soarin' Over the World is a little too over CG'd. with those, you know, the, the polar bear that stands up and waves at you, you're like, come (laughs) on guys. So, I mean, I love it. I do love Soren. It's fun. It's a, um, fun for the whole family. Even the little ones can ride it. Uh, Well, not the little, little, but you know, littler. Yeah. Small. Yeah. On the smaller side. So yeah. Flight of passage. Agree. All right, I think I got to sign this next one because I'm the dizzy person who probably wouldn't want to write either one of these things. Uh, The next racket is Alien Swirling Saucers versus Mad Tea Party. Where are you going with this one, Stephanie? I am going with Alien Swirling Saucers. And that felt wrong to me because I love the aesthetics of the Mad Tea Party. But I cannot do the the spinning in the teacup. I can't do it. Um, I also really, really dislike the last second of the ride. I, I just, the entire time I'm like <laughs> gearing myself up for it. Um, Alien Swirling Saucers was such a, a surprise for me. I wasn't expecting that much out of it, but it is so much fun. I love the music and I love watching people or, or hearing people that you know are on it for the first time. And they're kind of getting that surprise also of, wow, this is a lot more fun than I thought it was going to be. 
Um, so I just, I love that ride. And before pandemic, I really liked in the, in the queue, it has, you know, a lot of interactive things. And so that was a lot of fun to watch all the kids playing and watch my kids play with that. So I've got to give this one to Swirling Saucers. Oh, plus it has the best acronym of all the rides. <laughs> I was waiting for someone to mention that. <laughs> so I'm going to disagree. I'm going to say Mad Tea Party over your ASS. Um, <laughs> no, I love I'm afraid, it. I'm sorry. I'm a 12 year old boy. I can't help it. <laughs> um, Mad Tea Party, classic. Love Alice in Wonderland. Um, it's cute. And I love every time I'm on, the, usually my daughter and I will take one teacup and my son and husband will take the other because, you know, they, they can't share this spinny thing. They both want to drive it. So we're in two separate teacups and that's always a fun picture to get, you know, the other part of the family in the cup. It's always a cute one. Um, so yeah, it's Mad Tea Party for me. Okay. I'm going to say that this is another one where I like the look of Mad Tea Party. I like to look at it. I think it's pretty. Um, I'll say it again about Disneyland. I think it's better in Disneyland because it's open air. So it's actually pretty cool looking out there as well. Um, but I'm going to go with Aliens Rolling Saucers too, because it doesn't make me sick, which, you know, is great. And if you don't know this, it's also the same ride system as the one in um, California Adventure. The um, tractor ride that Mater has out there is the same. So if you ever go out there, it's it's fun too. Um, but I also like with Aliens Rolling Saucers, the music. It's nerdy, like kind of sounds like a video game, but they always have like popular songs that you've kind of heard of before or maybe could recognize. And they put it to this like Nintendo game kind of sounding music. So I think that's fun to go and just listen to the music there. It's kind of a weird thing, but I'm going mm -hmm. with Aliens. I think it's a big selling point for the ride. It's fun. It makes it fun. All right. Awesome. So Swirling Saucers won that one. All right, so we're gonna go back over to Fantasyland, classic Fantasyland. Dumbo taking on Prince Charming's carousel. Amber? I'm gonna go Dumbo, um, even though I love the carousel. Um, I used to never ride the carousel, having a boy, it just wasn't his thing, um, but my daughter loves to ride it, so we ride it almost every trip um these days um but i love you know the the elephants get the edge because of the great views that you get the the wind blowing through your ears dumbo's ears um and the kids love that you can control the height with the little lever going up and down all right i'm with you on this one i'm also going with dumbo i like to be and above looking at everything kind of in the magic kingdom and i also just like that area of the park i think it's really cute and has really great theming has that circus theme yeah and also that new queue for dumbo even though they are not using it right now um in the pandemic times but the playground that's inside the dumbo line where you can your kids can play and you get the pager 
It's the best. It's air conditioned. <laughs> yeah, my love kids, that. they love the playground more than the actual ride sometimes. Like we For have sure. to the playground, we have to ride now. <laughs> Definitely. Stephanie, what about you? I, I, I had to go with the carousel <laughs> and I, I, I don't even know if I can explain why. Um, I think what I like about the carousel is the rotating views, being able to see the backside of the castle, being able to see out towards the fantasy land expansion. Um, I like the music and I love the classic look of the horses. So I, I, I love Dumbo, but I just had to give the advantage to Prince Charming, but it's okay. It's an unpopular opinion. Um, and really for that one, I was okay with either going on to the also, next round. We have a carousel that's very similar to the one at Disney at my local mall. So, but, and there's no Dumbo anywhere that I know nearby. So for that True. reason too. Yeah. We have at the Cincinnati Zoo, now I don't know, it, he's just kind of become Harambe, but there's a carousel at the Cincinnati Zoo where it's different animals and one of them is a gorilla. Mm-hmm. And um, I, li- I like going on that and trying to choose Harambe if I can. Awesome. Well, the next matchup is between Toy Story Mania and Space Ranger Spin. And for me, this one, this is a no-brainer. I'm going to go with Mania um, just because of the 3D aspect of it. It's really cool. Keeping score, even though my husband always wins. I think he knows, like, the secret targets. Like, he goes online and looks up, like, which targets give you the most points. Actually, that's both rides. He does that on Space Ranger, too. Um, But, yeah, it's so much fun. The 3D aspect. Love it. Rachel, what about you? I'm going to go with that as well. Um, That's one of my favorite rides. The whole family loves that ride and it gets pretty competitive. Like my kids even get super competitive about who got what score and accuracy, whose percentage Mm -hmm. was the best. Um, And I just think it's so, uh, just so much fun. And I do like the Space Ranger spin, but it all feels kind of like, a light version of Toy Story Mania, I guess. So I'm going with Toy Story. I am. That's going to be another unanimous one. I cannot stand Space Ranger Spin. I have not figured out where the heck I'm supposed to shoot anything. I love Toy Story Mania that it's it's simple, but you can still get really competitive about it. Um, you know, trying to figure out the best strategy and yeah like you said you know who has the best accuracy and it's just a lot of fun I will say it is a ride that they do um it it lists you know no um height requirement but if you've got a really really little one it does take some of those cur or some of those turns pretty sharply um we put my daughter on it when she was two and she was flying all over the seat. I I stopped playing just so I could hold her. Oh. Uh, so be careful if you do take the little, little ones on there, especially if they don't have any, you know, if they don't have good net control yet. That's true because um, we tried to, we were doing rider swap when my daughter was younger. And for that one, they were like, no, sorry, no rider swap on this ride because anyone can ride it. 
And I was like, really? That seems really like you could hold a little baby, but then you're not going to be able to play. Um, so I kind of wish they would offer rider swap, even though there's no height requirement. Yeah, I mean, even mm -hmm. even just make it like 32 inches, just just something little that's still in that it captures most kids. But yeah, that way, if there is a height, you know, a minimum height, you could have the rider swap option. Mm hmm. All right, so we have made it through the first round. So we're going to go ahead and tackle the next column of matchups. So up first is Carousel of Progress and Spaceship Earth. So Rachel, where are you going? Carousel of Progress and Spaceship Earth. It's a no-brainer. Carousel of Progress. I already said it. I, I don't like Spaceship Earth. The end. <laughs> the end. I love it. Amber? Well, I, again, no love lost to Carousel. I even have a, a plaque from Etsy that's hanging in our foyer that says there's a great, big, beautiful tomorrow. But if I'm standing in front of both rides, which one am I going to go on? I'm going to go on Spaceship Earth. Um, again, for all the reasons I said before, just love it. All right. This one's going to go to spaceship earth. Then I same Amber, if, if I was given the option to ride one of the two, I would choose spaceship earth over carousel. I've, I've actually never had a problem with the screens. We've always been able to make them work. The, the only thing that we've had problems with is the picture, depending on if you have ears on your head, what you're wearing, how tall you are. Sometimes the pictures didn't work for us, but we never had a problem with the, uh, with the screens themselves. Yeah, same here. No comment. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Spaceship Earth won that one. All right, next one is this one. Okay, so next we have Rock and Roller Coaster versus Pirates. Oh. I'll go. Uh, go ahead, Rachel. I'm going with Pirates. I just think this is a classic ride. And while I love Rock and Roller Coaster and the thrills of it, if I had to choose, I would pick Pirates. Everybody can ride it. At, probably everybody's going to enjoy it. Um, yeah, I think it's more of like, you know, your classic family friendly ride, Disney ride. I, I have to agree with you. Um, I do like the family friendliness. I love the, it's, it's timeless because my son, when we rode rock, it was his first year being able to ride rock and roller coaster in um, November, and maybe this is a failure on my part, but he had no idea who Aerosmith was. I, I was almost glad that he didn't have to sit through the pre-show um, because <laughs> he would have just been really confused. And I, I, I don't want it updated. I don't want it to be a new band or anything like that. But yeah, Pirates is timeless. Absolutely love it. All right, so it's unanimous. This one's going to Pirates for all the same reasons. Even though I love Rock and Roller Coaster, it's my favorite roller coaster on property, but for the same reasons y'all said, family-friendly, classic Disney ride, plus you get to look at Johnny Depp. Come on. Right? 
animatronic Johnny Depp. <laughs> how many how many Johnnies are on that ride? Like four, five? Ooh. Four. Four. Okay. Four? I think four. Now I'm trying to count. <laughs> but okay, but th- that's and that's where Anaheim Pirates has an edge over Orlando Pirates because I don't think that Johnny has ever actually shown up in Orlando to sit in the ride. Yeah, listeners, if you haven't seen that, um, search it up on YouTube. It's when um, Johnny Depp actually went on the ride dressed up as um, Jack Sparrow kind of standing and so and they didn't realize it was him until he started moving oh my gosh I need to look that up oh you've never seen it I have not oh it's such a fun video maybe we can post it to our channel I think uh, that would be a a good idea yeah all right so the next one looks like it could be an easy one I'm just going to guess it's a flight (laughs) of passage versus alien swirling saucers where you at with this one do we even need to yeah. discuss or debate? I don't right. think so. It's unanimous. Flight of passage next. Yep. <laughs> All right. Sorry, so then... aliens. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they are so cute, but you can't you can't compete against a banshee. No. And I mean, the flight of passage. It's a rite of passage. Alien swirling saucers is just cute. Yeah. What you did there. <laughs> Thank you. All right, so the last matchup for this episode is Dumbo and Toy Story Mania. That's kind of a hard one, actually. Not for me. me no? Either. I'm going to say Toy Story Mania um, for all the same reasons that we did before. Just the, the 3D-ness, 3D-ness of it, the competition, you get to compete with your family. Um, love Dumbo, it's a classic, but if I'm standing in front of both and I can only ride one, I'm going to ride Toy Story 10 times out of 10. Yeah, and I'm also going to say that, like, while Dumbo is cute, there's also the magic carpets in, um, you know, Adventureland, and there's also the Triceratops um, ride in Animal Kingdom. So it's kind of like, it's not very original when you consider that the exact same ride is pretty much in various parts of the park mm-hmm. um, so toy story mania is just an original so i'm going with that too yeah i, I that one's unanimous i thought y'all were gonna just go back to dumbo um <laughs> no, i'm kidding i'm kidding um yeah and rachel to the point about you can ride it at every park except for epcot it's the same ride over and over again Toy Story Mania kind of sits on its own. Even uh, even put it against uh, Space Ranger Spin, it wasn't really a contest. So yeah, so Toy Story Mania goes on. All right, so we have the first four for our Elite Eight. We got Spaceship Earth, Pirates of the Caribbean, Flight of Passage, and Toy Story Mania. So in two weeks, we'll see how that plays out going forward. Okay, so last week's trivia. Uh, um, Rachel, did you want to take this? Sure. At the beginning of the Pirates of the Caribbean attraction, what sort of shape do a series of rocks make up? We're going to give a shout out to George and Xavier for answering this correctly. And the correct answer is a wicked skull. It's an optical illusion. When you are first coming into the Pirates of the Caribbean ride, you will notice if you look 
straight on, you'll see the shape of a, of a skull. But then when you start to pass it, it just looks like a pile of rocks. So it's pretty cool. And I think once you know that that's there, you'll probably notice it, you know, every time you ride it. I don't think I've ever noticed it before. Amber, have Check you? Check it out. It's I cool. don't think I have either. I'm going to have to look for it. Yeah, I might I might have to look up a YouTube video tomorrow morning. The first time I asked my husband this trivia, he was like, it's a skull, right? I was like, I don't uh. know. <laughs> yeah, duh, obviously. Oh, yeah, I see now. Oh, my gosh. Rachel, I thought we were talking about in the sand. Because no, I have seen that before. Yeah, All right, yeah. listeners. Um, Thank you, Amber. A picture. <laughs> I just, I just realized. A yeah, for people for them to see. So it's more obvious once you look at it. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's I thought giving, we were talking about in the sand. Yeah. It's giving me um, the rescuers vibes. Remember Penny going down the well to get the diamond in the skull? Or that was before your time too. Okay. I, no, 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 no. I've seen it. I just, I don't remember that level of detail about it. Okay. <laughs> All right. So for this week's trivia, what was the first basketball team to play at Disney's wide world of sports slash ESPN complex? Did y'all know the answer to this? Mm, uh, sir. <laughs> The non-basketball people don't know the answer. <laughs> I mean, I have a guess, but I'm not going to say anything. I'll keep my guess to myself and I'll see if we're right. I do like your tie-in though to this episode. I like the quest trivia question. <laughs> All right. So thank you for listening to the Fairy Pod Mothers. We are happy to be your one-stop shop for talking tips for Disney, Universal, and beyond. Please join us on Facebook and Instagram to keep the conversation going. Amber, Rachel, and Stephanie are travel professionals with Main Street and More Travel, a no-fee Disney earmarked agency. Please reach out to us on Facebook for a free quote. Please rate, review, and tell your friends. Um, I had a lot of fun on this episode, ladies. Thank you so much. Yeah, me too. All that right. was a good one. <laughs> we'll see you real soon. Bye, guys. Bye.